want to do more than follow orders, think outside of the box, and manifest your dreams, then you've come to the right show. Welcome to the award-winning podcast, Holding Down the Fort by U.S. Vet Wealth. I'm your host, Jen Amos, a gold star daughter, veteran spouse, and entrepreneur. For season seven, I am ecstatic to be in partnership with the Rosie Network to highlight motivational stories of personal growth, financial awareness, and autonomy in our military community. Now, let's get started. All right, everyone, welcome back. Really excited to have another Thursday where I get to welcome you into my world for a little bit. And you'll get to hear a little bit about my company, the types of people we work with, the types of clients we have, et cetera, et cetera. So this one is no different. I'm going to read a quote by our guest, Tony Hagrenes with Tiki Boat Business. The quote for this episode, this is a two-part interview, by the way. This is part one. The quote that he shares here is, I did my 20 years. Every day I answered to someone else. Now it's my time to do something I'm passionate about. For this episode, I bring on my special guest, my husband, my business partner, my life partner, Scott, also the founder and CEO of our company, US Vet Wealth. And we come together to interview VB Tiki Tours owner and boat captain, Tori Hagrenes. Tori starts by crediting Scott's book, Veteran Wealth Secrets. Check it out. Look it up on Amazon, Veteran Wealth Secrets. He credits Scott's book as the catalyst for him to start his tiki boat business. He discusses the importance of networking, pursuing his passions after retirement, and how he is building his business one step at a time. In closing for the first part of this interview, Scott hints at how you can leverage the military pension and disability pay as a risk buffer for entrepreneurship. So Tori, thank you, thank you so much for being on our show. If you are interested in looking him up and booking your Tiki Boat for the next season, go ahead and visit, go ahead and check out the show notes of this episode on your preferred podcasting app. If you do not know how to do that, just go ahead and visit our website, holdingdownthefortpodcast.com. In the search bar, go ahead and plug in the numbers 166. That's for episode 166, which is what this is. And you'll be able to get the show notes of this episode as well as all the ways to get in contact with Tori. Tori, thank you so much for being on our show. And I also want to remind you all of my amazing, I'm saying this sarcastically, my amazing audio quality. Thank you for your grace for this season. I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going to make sure this does not happen in upcoming seasons ever again. So if this is your first time listening, then you know, you're about to find out what I'm talking about. Luckily, my husband is talking the majority of the time, so you don't have to hear my microphone. But you can at least know in this video, in this audio right now, that this is how my qual- my audio quality should sound like. And it's going to sound a little different in this conversation. But again, thanks to my husband for, you know, really steering this conversation today. And with that, please enjoy and hang out in the outro for a post commentary for me. All right, chat soon. Enjoy. All right, hey everyone, welcome back to another episode here at Holding Down the Fords by US 
Buffett Wealth Season 7. I'm your main host, Jen Amos. And today I'm excited to be bringing back my husband slash business partner and co-host for today, Scott Tucker. Scott, welcome back to Hold Down the Fort. Well, thank you. It's great to be back. Yes. <laughs> it's so great to be in command at times because normally in our business, you are the face and dog and pony show of what we do. And so the good, the fun part of having my own show is that, you know, I get to call the shots. <laughs> no, absolutely. It's, I think people enjoy our little banter sometimes, but also we recognize <laughs> that we kind of grew to a, a point in our business that we were exploring our, our different skill sets and how it could be useful. It's like, ah, now, now it's worked, you know, let's bring it together and kind of relaunch yeah. You know, as it was meant to be, we were just exploring, you know, we had to do that individually yes. a little bit. Absolutely. And if anyone is watching us via video right now, we both have matching microphones. So aren't we cute? <laughs> I just thought I'd point it out. Okay. I anyway, was about to um, point it out. Jeez. Yeah. Well, without further ado, I am incredibly excited to be bringing on our guest here today. We have Tori with VB Tiki Tours and... Um, I'm I'm excited to I actually met him in person a couple of weeks ago and found out that he actually read a lot of your books, Scott. So let's go ahead and bring him on here. Tori, welcome to Holding Down the Fort. Uh, Jen, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Scott. Thanks for having me. And I love the bears. Nice. Trust hey, me. Tor Tori, real quick. How do you pronounce your last name? I don't think I've ever asked you that. It's Hegrinus. Hegrinus. What's the uh, background of that name? Yeah, I grew up in Minnesota, so it's a good uh, Scandinavian. Interesting. Okay. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Very cool. So Tori Hegrinus. Awesome. Yeah, I was asking, I was asking offline. I was asking Tori if he wanted me to say his last name or not, but I think anyway, there it is. Now it's out there. <laughs> we know we know Tori's last name. No so y'all can find hey, him on LinkedIn. You, you <laughs> I mean, we gotta know the name of the business, but also who the man behind the business. So eventually it's gotta come out or Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're definitely gonna dive into that today. Before we do, I do like to open up with an icebreaker question. So I didn't prepare any of you for this. So here's the question of the day. And the question is what is the last thing you splurged on and why so Tori does something come to mind for you when I ask that question <laughs> I tell you what I've never owned a boat nor have I wanted to own a boat and then with this business I would say I splurged on a tiki boat a lot more than I wanted to but now it's 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 great but I would say that's the last thing oh I never thought I'd buy it. There you go. Splurge on that. Yeah, that is a very random thing to splurge on. And I know we'll get into more of that more into that shortly. Scott, I always get surprised with your purchases because usually you don't run them by me. But does anything come to mind for you in regards to big splurges as of late? Well, considering I got two giant boxes of beef today that cost like $350. <laughs> but yeah, I just got shipped... Uh, locally sourced grass-fed beef there if i found this website that does you know bulk ordering from local farms it's a virginia-based thing and i was like oh wonderful so, but i got a whole beef tongue and i wasn't expecting that so i don't know what to do with that but uh <laughs> yeah but <laughs> I, I would imagine that beef tongue is i'm assuming it's gonna taste like liver but we'll find out <laughs> yeah no no so that was exciting but good question but i know yes. the, the boat but i like how it's like you can think of a splurge. It's like imagine somebody splurging. I got a hot tub, but I'm monetizing it. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> right. you That's awkward. Yeah, it's not like you're just getting a tiki boat for yourself, yeah, yeah. right? It's like it's actually an investment in his business. And I'll just say that my recent splurge, which is not really a splurge, but it's it's just it's more like an upgrade. 
I got new rollerblades. <laughs> oh, yeah. The kind of rollerblades that you can like take on almost any terrain. So I'm really excited about it because Scott actually got this brand before I did. And I've been like, like low key jealous that he's been, he uses these skates and I feel like he can go further than me. So now I have the same brand <laughs> and I'm about to show him up when we go rollerblading again. So that's my purchase. But yeah, thank you for indulging me in that question. You know, Tori, as I mentioned, I I did meet you for the first time a couple of weeks ago. And um, I just remember that conversation of, you know, you having read Scott's books. So let me open up with that question. Like, how did you meet Scott or know of Scott to begin with? Sure. Yeah. So I was about six months to a year from retiring from the Navy. And someone recommended Scott's book to me. And I read it cover to cover uh, in about probably a week. Wow. And it was great. I needed something to give me some direction or like really tell me how it's going to be two years from now. Let me know it's going to be okay or what should I expect? And Scott's book really spoke to um, many aspects of that. And I told Scott a couple of weeks ago, you know, the one thing I took away from that is you can go and you can retire from the military after following orders and continue to follow orders, you know, for another business or someone else be your boss or whatever. Or you can maybe be your own boss and take a chance. And I, I really took that from Scott's book. Like it's going to be a risk. It's going to be a grind, but you can do it. And, you know, working for yourself in that entrepreneur nine spec, that, that inspired me. I, I never thought of that before reading Scott's book. So that, that was a great read to me. Anyone that's getting ready to, to retire, I'd recommend looking through it, reading it cover to cover. It really helped me. Uh, a good message, I would say. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing that. Oh, no, go ahead, yeah, Scott. I was just going to say thanks. I actually wrote that book kind of more for myself. To myself, I was just saying, all right, what are the things I wish somebody would have told me about, you know, stop following orders? Like, how do I give myself the permission to finally make my own choices and decisions? Because it was so many years before I realized, like, I've been self-employed this whole time and I'm still waiting for somebody to tell me what to do. It's like, it was such such a weird, it was so hard. Right? I was always waiting for some sort of SOP or, or whatever. So... I just recognize that, hey, there are people out there like me that aren't going to be a good fit for just getting into corporate world. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of this new opportunities, whether it's small startups or starting your own thing or just being a salesman, you know, for, you know, being an independent, you, you can do a lot of things. Even just being a realtor is is that. So there's just a lot of new opportunities these days. And I just didn't see anyone explaining that it was possible yet you know i was looking at the internet and just seeing all these veterans on whether it's youtube or podcasts or just successful entrepreneurs or private equity or whatever they weren't doing anything that was being recommended at the service academy career conference or the transitions is again glad those things were all there but why did we feel bad about thinking outside the box so you know, that's what I was right to. So I'm glad it sparked, you know, I'm not the only one that's saying, hey, you can go start a business or, you know, buy a franchise. It's, I, we realize it's not, you know, anything new, but I, I think I was just trying to speak to the, you know, it's available and, you know, we kind of need to do it, it to some extent at some point if we really, truly want to have autonomy. So and I appreciate that, you know, it was useful to you, man. Thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I wish I could remember the two or three pages that really hit, but it was great. Yeah. No, that's great to hear. And the content and the books and all the marketing messaging that Scott and I work on throughout the years, like it's always great to hear feedback because I'm sure you understand as an entrepreneur to like put yourself out there. You really don't know what will stick. 
you know, it's just throwing spaghetti on the wall and seeing what'll stick. And so to know that his message and his book really resonated with you to the point that you actually started your own business, it just means a lot knowing that we were able to uh, serve you in that way. Yeah. So thank you for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, with that said, let's go ahead and get into VB Tiki Tours. I'm very excited to hear about this. I think this is uh, the first business I've heard, at least in in doing this show, that involves renting boats <laughs> for people, for like tourists or anyone who wants to rent boats, I think during the summertime. So tell us a little bit about your business. Yes. Yeah, so I was uh, I was stationed in Key West my last couple of years in the sure. Navy, and I saw these Tiki boats going by all the time. And I was like, this looks absolutely awesome. People are got drinks, food, music in paradise. I'm going to blast. And I knew when I retired, I was probably going to move back to Virginia Beach. When I got back here, no one was doing anything like that on the waterways. I live by the water. I see the boats going by. You know, you Google stuff to do. And in a tiki boat tour, it doesn't pop mm. up. So about a year ago, this time was when I really started doing a lot of research and I've made it happen. I got a business going and uh, we started six weeks ago with paid customers and it has been going great. Before that, I did some soft openings, just a huge reception. Like, man, I wish I would have talked about this or I would have done this. I wanted to do this two years ago, but COVID hit mm. and I couldn't. And it's just been a blast. I'm really looking forward to what's next on that. Just because it reminds me of, I was over in Europe for a long time, both during and after the military. And that's the first time I saw the whole, the beer bike concept of, and those things are just popular. Then, then they had them in the States, but you couldn't drink beer. Ironically, in the States, you could just ride around and pretend. <laughs> but, but right. um, <laughs> and there was always these franchises that whether, you know, vending, reminds me almost of vending machine models <laughs> or there was uh, ice cream truck carts. Like you could, you know, th- this is a, like the idea here would be, something you could expand out and franchise, whether, you know, locally or otherwise, you know, as big as you want to take it. But the idea of just getting a boat to get started, like, you know, that's, that is kind of a big hurdle to climb in and of itself. But were you already thinking like bigger to begin with? Are you just thinking, Hey, just one boat at a time? Like, how how do you, how do you approach this stuff to finally make a jump? Like for me, I had to see a bigger picture to go, wow, I got to think big to be able to even start the baby step. So I'm just kind of thinking where you might be in that process. Yeah, it's a great point. So I don't know if uh, I started with the end in mind, like I think you're supposed to do, but um, I-, I bought one and saw how it was going. Then I was thinking, wow, maybe we could put it on the water over here. Maybe we could get two here. Maybe I could get more people on it, but maybe I could run it in this way for an exclusive party or whatnot. So I originally just started as a side hustle, just something to do on the weekends and after work. And then honestly, the last six weeks with the reception, you know, I kind of want to keep it going more during the day and weekdays and whatnot. Um, I don't know what the future holds as far as a franchise or other areas. I know there is competition in other cities and stuff. And there's actually competition here now, which is good. I think competition is good. It brings up not only their business, but my business. So yeah, we'll see where it gets. I'm good with one now and, and, See where we can get at least through the next you know year and a half. Oh, let's get into a little bit about your actual military retirement, and then we can kind of come back to you know how that translated into you get into the boat business. Like, what were you thinking about prior to your military retirement? And again, Mike Wallace, you know, you went through a transition program. You know, at some point, you know, whether it was through him or just going through it, anyways, you're employed through 
uh, a corporation and stuff, correct, right now, right? So, yeah, you got out and did that and started the uh, Tiki Bowes on the side, like you just said. So, just want to kind of hear your general thought process prior to retirement and, you know, as, because this is all still very recent. So, you know, one way or the other, it's it's happening. I mean, I know you just launched six weeks ago and started a year ago, but, you know, something was probably brewing in the back of your mind to be able to start a business. You were probably thinking one day I want to work for myself to some capacity. So yeah, tell us, uh, tell us that part of the journey. Uh, let's see. I would say fear the unknown and networking are two of the words that come to mind going through that. So not knowing what's next and not how to go about getting a job, what's next. And, you know, not, not only just getting a job, but it's what about my health care? What about my retirement? What about my VA? All these other unknowns and ancillaries that go along with just getting a new career, your career progression. You know, the easy button for a lot of people retired from the military, especially with 20 plus years, is you're networking with people you've served with, and they're probably at another defense contractor, another corporate company. And you talk to them and you see what they're doing and your skills kind of naturally translate to the defense contracting world, which is my other full-time job right now. I would say that's kind of the, the easy button. And then, you know, you mentioned in Mike, you know, his one day cohort, best thing I did to really, this is what you need to know. And this is how you go about it. And then just getting dialed in with his network, meeting you all and meeting people like you and meeting other entrepreneurs. So that was kind of the fear of the unknown. And that was really top down after I kind of went through that process. And then the other word in retirement that comes to mind is, is networking. I was looking for job offers with my old instructors, with my old commanding officers, with people who I served with that got out before me that were doing stuff. Having that network was huge. So I'd say when you're in the military, you want to be a good person and build your network because you might need to leverage that and you will leverage that later on in life. And then, you know, just this this thing doing this business by myself, I know what I was thinking is, okay, I did my 20, almost 21 years. Every day I answer to someone else that followed orders, but now it's my time to do something I'm passionate about, you know? And I didn't want to just spend the next 20 years as a government employee and get a second retirement and and not do what I'm passionate about. I, I went to school, uh, to college, actually be a teacher and a basketball coach in high school. I met my military recruiter the day before I graduated and ended up on this path. But, you know, teaching is always something maybe I want to go back to. Coaching especially, I love working with our our young men and women on the athletic field and building, you know, not only mental toughness, but physical toughness. And I love competition. So that's, you know, another passion of mine. And then, you know, this small business, I had some great mentors and I needed something else to be passionate about. I could be passionate about flying anymore. Could be passionate about, you know, the ready room or your camaraderie. Cause you don't have that, like you're going to have it. And I needed something to put in my passion, my energy, my effort and it ended up being my own business. And, you know, whatever medium your own business is, mine's a tiki boat, it doesn't really matter. You know, you got yours all actually going on and that's something you can dig into and grind every day and something that you don't have your military passion, but now you got something else where you can really bring what you learned in the military and that hard work ethic towards. I think I found that running my own small business. Well, it sounds like the passion is is the networking. You always been a people person? I'm actually on those uh, on those tests you take, like the Myers Briggs. I'm actually an introvert, um, but I find that when I got a topic I'm passionate about, and someone else you know shares that, it's way easier to talk to people. But well, yeah, honestly, we're the same way. But Jen and I are both introverts, and people laugh at us, say, "No, you're not. You're always out in purpose." Like, no, we we are. 
Yeah, we're, we're introverts with extroverted skills. We had to learn it. Right. <laughs> and, and so, you know, we use various activities to, you know, fill that cup, so to speak. And sometimes it has to do with our business. Obviously, we're doing a lot of networking here. You're trying to be useful for each other. It's better for us to network with other self-employed people. So what are you going to talk about? Obviously, our business is one way or the other. That's So we find that being useful. But then at the same time, you know, we are in this military community. We try to get people together, whether it's networking events. Uh, you know, Mike does that, you know, a great way. But you know, your business itself can be that gathering space for not just obviously the people that hire you, but even for yourself, just to kind of stay you know, tied in to the local community. And, you know, I think we were we were talking a little bit before about, you know, how market your business. I want to hear your ideas and kind of what you've been doing so far. But, you know, I was thinking immediately, like, invite in all the influencers on the tiki boat and just keep throwing parties with the people who know all the people or locally. And, and sooner or later, you're just going to be the guy to know. <laughs> just a great networking opportunity. Just the business itself is great. Yeah, and it's fun, right? I like being around other people who are somewhat younger. You guys are a little younger than me, but but who have a passion to devote so much to their own business and, and get out there and make a difference. That's that's fun being around other people with a like mindset as well. But I've been super lucky. I've had some really good groups on my boat. In fact, I was on the local news last Friday night. And I just happened to have one of the local acres on my boat. And I mentioned to him, like, hey, Philip, maybe you'd want to do a story. And he's like, absolutely, I'll be there next week. So once that news article hit, or uh, there's a clip, once that hit last Friday, my phone has blown up and my reservations really? have blown up. I've had almost 70 reservations the last 96 hours, which is amazing. Wow. So, You're going to have to get another boat. It's been crazy. <laughs> crazy but um holy yeah, yeah okay so that worked yes well good for you <laughs> yes it's a great and way I, to start and i had start another the realtor reach out and we did a uh, a clip on a national tv show it's called the american dream that's going to be on fox and it's streaming on some other services in about six to eight weeks so people just want to then kind of come to me on that and, and who doesn't like a tiki bell with some refreshing drinks in, in paradise so it's been working good wow I am curious to know, you know, Tori, you were saying one of the key things that you learned in your post-military career is to network. And this word has come up quite often in our conversations. And so, but I, I feel like it's it's the how-to network is doesn't come as easy as, it, it's almost like an easier said than done. So I'm curious to know in your experience for people who are hearing this word network, like everyone keeps saying networking, but what does that look like? Can you give examples of what networking has looked like for you? That's a really good question, Jen. It's more than just meeting people. And I think even Mike says it's it's a contact sport, but it's going outside your comfort zone to learn about other people, I think, and to learn what they do and how they can help you. But in the end, how you can help them. It's, it's a matter of just kind of lifting everybody up, I think. If, but if I was very quiet, reserved it, and, and did go out of my comfort zone to these events or just strike up a conversation in a line, like, hey, you know, what do you do and stuff like that. And it's so interesting to get to know people, just the diversity of what everyone does and how they think. It's been great in that respect. But it's that is a great question on networking. What is it? But I think it's, you know, good summary, how you can help them and how they can help you. And they just get another friend or someone to go out and have drinks with their happy hour and learn from for that for that uh aspect as well. How have you been using social media now 
compared to what you were doing coming out of the military. And are you seeing yet some of the skills you wish you would have known, you know, kind of the new social media skills that you need to use to start a business that it's like, oh, what if I had done this when I was trying to get out of the military? Absolutely. Do you know what I'm saying? No, that's a great. <laughs> like I, I can, I can, I've tried, always tried to get, get guys to understand, treat yourself like a business, whatever you're trying to do, you know, anyways, yeah. Hey, this is your host, Jen Amos. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of Holding Down the Fort by U.S. Vet Wealth. Visit holdingdownthefortpodcast.com to access the full show notes of this episode, including resources mentioned and bonus content. Once again, that's holdingdownthefortpodcast.com. Lastly, stay after this outro music for something a little extra. Thanks again and chat soon. Bye for now. everyone. hope you enjoyed this amazing conversation with Tori. He's actually a local contact of ours. And it's just so great to meet people in the Hampton Roads area. I want to just mention here in the post commentary that if you happen to live in the Hampton Roads area, Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Newport News, if you live in this general area and you're listening to the show, let me know. Let me know because I think it'd be really cool to grab coffee, meet up and learn more about you and what has drawn you to the show, especially this particular season. It just gets me to think about how fun and fruitful it's been to connect with someone like Tori and to learn his story and also, you know, to watch his tiki boats, you know, pass by at our waters here in Hampton Roads. So I remember one time my husband and I were at a restaurant and we just saw his boat come by because it says it says uh, VB Tiki Tours. Right. And we're like, oh, my gosh, like that story's boat. And I remember like emailing him about it. So it's just really fun to support local businesses like that. And, you know, again, thank you, Tori, for letting us know that you read Scott's book, Veteran World Secrets. Highly recommend that you all check it out on Amazon.com and purchase it for yourself. And, and see how you like it and see if it could be a catalyst for you to do something different, you know, do something more than follow orders, you know, think outside the box and manifest your dreams, which is really what this whole season has been about this entire time. So with that said, thank you so much for listening. I hope again, you enjoyed this conversation. Feel free to reach out. You could always join our podcast portal for free. That's where you can get a hold of me pretty quickly. That is holdingonthefortpodcast.com forward slash portal. And I hope to see you there. But otherwise, I will chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Bye.